Chapter Six of Three Little Kittens. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rosie Roberts from California. Three Little Kittens by Catherine Pyle. Chapter Six. When Jasbury awoke the next morning, the sun was shining in through the cellar window. The birds were singing, and the air was full of dewy freshness. His ugly dreams of the night before were all forgotten. There could not have been a more wonderful day for three little kittens to start out on their adventures. The three of them met in the lot soon after breakfast, as they had agreed. Yowler at once took command. Now, Kit, said he, we won't go all together in a bunch. That will look queer, and someone will be sure to notice us. I'll start off first. Fluff can come next, and then Jazz. You keep about half a square behind me. Fluffy and Jazz half a square behind you. Then you can see which way I go but nobody will think we're together. To this plan, the others agreed. Suppose we meet some dogs, said Fluffy. If you do, you'll just have to do the best you can. Run up an alley or climb a fence or something. Now come on, we'll go as far as the edge of the lot together. The three little kittens stole away through the weeds, and when they came to the edge of the lot, Jazzberry and Fluffy stopped. They watched Yowler cross to the other side of the street and turn a corner. Then, after a moment or so, Fluffy followed, then Jazzberry. The others were still in sight when Jazzberry turned the corner, Yowler quite a distance up the street, and Fluffy not so far. Two women with brooms in their hands were sweeping their pavements and gossiping together as they swept. Look at that kitten, said one of them, as Jazzberry ran past them. That's the third kitten that's gone by in the last few minutes. I know, I noticed that, replied the other. Funny. Wonder where they come from. As Jasbury neared the next corner, he heard a sound of voices in loud talk, and then the bark of a dog. Some boys were coming that way, and a dog was with them. They were just around the corner. Luckily, there was an alleyway close by. Jasbury ran into it and crouched there, and a moment later, a group of rough-looking boys passed by it, with a couple of dogs at their heels. Luckily, none of them thought of looking into the alleyway. Jasbury waited till the sound of voices had died away, and then he came out and ran on again. Yowler and Fluffy were far ahead now, and he had to hurry to get near them again. A little later, Fluffy had an adventure that might have been very serious. He was going past a little brown wooden house, when the door opened, and a little girl came out, followed by an ugly-looking cur. Almost at once the dog saw Fluffy. He gave a sort of half-yelp, half-bark, and started after him. Fluffy saw him coming. There was no fence and no alleyway where he could take shelter. Fortunately, there was a tree, a little further down the street, and it was towards this tree that Fluffy ran for his life, his tail big and every hair on end. The dog was close at his heels when he dashed up the tree. He clung there, part way up, the dog leaping and yelping below him. Jasbury watched from behind a flight of steps, trembling and terrified. It seemed as though any moment the dog's teeth might close on the kitten. Fluffy clung there, afraid to try to climb higher, lest he lose his hold and fall back into the dog's jaws. The little girl had been shouting at the dog, and now she found a stick, and running up she beat him until he whined and ran a little distance away. He did not go far, however, but stood watching eagerly while the little girl tried to coax Fluffy to come down to her. But this Fluffy would not do. He had now scrambled up to 
a crutch of the tree and sat there meowing. Presently the door of the house opened and a woman looked out. Pansy, she called to the child. You go on and get me the yeast cake. I'm waiting for it. But, mother, there's a kitten up this tree. I can't help it if there is. You go on and hurry too. It's almost school time. Reluctantly, the little girl left the tree and went on down the street and round the next corner. Fortunately, she took the dog with her. Carefully and warily, Jasbury crept along the gutter to the foot of the tree. Hurry, Fluffy, he meowed. Come down. We must get away before the dog comes back. Oh, I'm afraid, wailed Fluffy. I want to go home. Meow! Meow! Don't stop to cry, called Jasbury impatiently. You can't get home now, and if you don't hurry, the dog will be back again. So urged, Fluffy managed to half scramble, half fall down the tree, and he and Jasbury made off the street as fast as they could go. They had come almost to the end of the village now, and Yowler was waiting for them. What kept you so long, he meowed crossly. I've been waiting and waiting for you. A dog almost caught Fluffy, said Jasbury, and he told Yowler the story of Fluffy's adventures. Wasn't that terrible, asked Jasbury. Oh, I don't know. He didn't get him. Anyway, said Yowler impatiently, we'll get to the fields in a minute now, and then we can all keep together. There won't be anyone to see us. A little later, they were out of the village altogether. Before them lay the sunny breath of the country, a meadow and a stream, a field, and far away the dark edge of a shady wood. The kitten slipped through a fence and into the deep grass of the meadow. Insects whined about them. A butterfly fluttered by, so close above them that when Jasbury leaped for it, he almost caught it. He would have liked to chase some of the insects that flitted about, but Yowler told him to wait. There are plenty of other things to catch, he said, bigger things that we can really eat. Isn't it fun, Fluffy? cried Jasbury. Aren't you glad we came? Yes, it is fun answered Fluffy, but he did not seem quite as joyous over it as Jasbury. A little later, Yala crept away from them through the grasses. They saw him pounce, and a moment later he came back with a little field mouse in his mouth. What did I tell you, he purred proudly. Guess we won't starve here. The fields are full of them. They divided the field mouse amongst them, and though none of them were hungry, it was fun to eat out there in the open meadow with the blue sky overhead and the warm wind ruffling their fur. They went on again, presently, taking their time, and making side excursions through the grasses, or stopping to rest and sun themselves in the more open places. Not until late afternoon did they come to the wood. By that time they were hungry again. Fluffy managed to catch a small bird, which delighted the other two. Isn't he a fine catcher? What did I tell you, boasted Jasbury. After they had eaten the bird, Yowler told the others to wait where they were while he went to find a place for them to sleep. After he left them, the two younger kittens dropped into silence. Dusk was drawing down. How big and dark and lonely it seemed in the wood. Jasbury thought of his mother and Aunt Tabby. They must have missed him by now. How troubled they would be. There would be good milk in the saucer in the pantry. They must be eating their supper by now. But maybe they would be too sad and sorry to eat. Fluffy snuggled up close against him. Jasbury, he whispered. Yes. Don't you wish we were home? Well, I wouldn't mind it. Let's go home. Let's go before Yowler gets back. No, that would be mean. 
but maybe tomorrow. Only I don't know the way. Meow! Came Yaller's loud voice, breaking harshly through the silence of the wood. Come on over here, kits. I found a fine place to sleep. The other kittens hurried towards the place from which his voice had come, and found him standing in front of a hollow tree. There was a bed of moss and dry leaves in the hollow, and it was snug and dry. The three kittens crept into it and snuggled down together, and soon they were fast asleep, worn out by their journey and the adventures they had passed through. End of chapter 6